Welcome to the Hustle Podcast. I am ecstatic today to interview Christina Marmont, who is absolutely dominating the real estate and the property industry. Christina leads the number one team for Harcourts in New Zealand, number three in the world. Welcome, Christina. Hi, thank you for having me. I'll just reiterate number one for Harcourts Cooper & Co. Not quite in New Zealand, but that is my goal. <laughs> and number three? In the world, Yes. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. So tell us, how did this all start? Well, it started a very long time ago. I've been in the industry about 24 years now. So started at 19, helping my parents on the weekend while I was doing my two degrees. So I started at the very bottom, I guess you could say, uh, answering the phones, doing the marketing and the listings on the weekends in my parents' real estate office. And it started from there. So following on from that, I went out into the workforce and then I actually came back and started in commercial, did that for nine years, then started uh, working with my parents in, in residential as a team. And I've been leading the Milford office for 10 years now. Wow. And you look like amazing. You look so young. How I'm like, how did you do that for 10 years? That's actually incredible. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I stay out of the sun. Uh, I work hard. Uh, I, I think it's really important to have a good life balance, which to be fair, only in the last couple of years, I've really achieved. So I do, I do look after myself. I think it's important. It is so important for longevity. So what valuable lessons do you feel like you've learnt throughout your life and business journey today? My father once said to me at a very young age, that you have to work hard and that you need to have goals. So if you aim for the stars and you land on the clouds, you're doing okay. As business progressed and I got further and further into the workforce, he used to say to me that if people aren't complaining about you, you're not doing a good enough job. So I, good, um, I, like so I did take that on board. I still have that as my mantra every day. I, I work hard. I have high energy. I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. And... I I look at everything as an opportunity. So everything that I do on a day-to-day basis is an opportunity. I'm genuine, I'm authentic. I'm I I believe that I have trust and likability and what you what you see is what you get with me. And I think that's really important uh, because there's so many different real estate agents out there and there's a lot of different leaders out there, but I'm a yes person. I'm a helper and I think that is where, where our success has started in the Milford team and it just continues to succeed. But I surround myself by like-minded people. I've got a huge support network in the Milford team and my, my team's awesome. So I'm very grateful. I'm lucky. It's actually really unique, I feel, as a woman that's been in business and now joining your team, to actually find someone that's high-powered, that's so driven, focused and motivated, but also you empower other people. You lift other people in your team up. And I think that's really unique because sometimes people, it's kind of like tall poppy, but you are always lifting up people in your team to be their best. Like, how, when did you develop that skill? Was that just who you are? I think that is who I who I am, honestly. I believe my team's success directly reflects my success. So if they're not successful, then I'm not either. So that's how that's my how I work each day. So if someone asks me a question or they need my help, I don't 
They don't have to ask three times to get the answer. They'll get the answer immediately. I work 24-7, so I'm always available. And I think that's really important. And I'm not just available to my team. I have a lot of people in, in different industries and friends and family. They do come for me, come to me and ask for help, and I'm always willing. And I think that's really in, important. If life is is bigger than just you and it's important to be able to give back and I'm really passionate about the industry that I'm in. I've been in it for a very long time and I still get excited about going to work every day that it, than I did 20 years ago. So it hasn't changed for me. It's the same, it's the same, same, but in a good way. Yeah. And yeah. that's actually amazing that you've been in the same industry for so long that you've risen to the absolute top and that you still love it because you have to love what you do every day. You do have to love what you do, absolutely. Uh, you need to have a clear head and a, and a focus and be goal-orientated and pat yourself on the back. Um, I don't need other people to pat me, me on the back, but I do, I do work hard and I like what I do. And I think it's really important that you, if you're going to be giving it everything, that you enjoy your day-to-day Absolutely. Yeah, you've, you have built an incredible business. And a large part of what you're doing is actually empowering and leading other entrepreneurs that are building their own brands and their own businesses. So anyone out there, you know, watching today or listening to this podcast that aspires to be an entrepreneur and build their own business to six or seven figures, you know, per year, what tips would you give them on how to get their hustle on and how to build that great business? Hustle is really good. I love that word. I do think it's really important to stay humble, but be hungry. So there was a, there's a quote that I really like, and it says, when you compete with others, you can become bitter. When you compete with yourself, you become better. So even though we're in a competitive industry, I think what's important is when you wake up, you try to be a better person or a better agent than you were the day before. I'm not saying you need to make mm. break records, but I think it's really important that you compete against yourself, that you stay positive. You have a half glass full attitude, not a half glass empty attitude. I think it's important to surround yourself by like-minded people. You know, in our industry and in any industry, people can be quite negative and it can bring you down. This is an industry which is driven by energy, not just knowledge knowledge on the market and the area that you're working in, but it's energy. So you're selling energy and you need to make sure that you over-service your clients and your customers, that they come back and they give you repeat business and it's referral-based. So you have to play the long-term game, not the short-term game. So that's what I think is really important, that you look at everything as an opportunity. Don't use people. Respect people. Respect yourself and play the long game. I absolutely love that. And a lot of the books that I read about business, they all say, give more value than everybody else to your customer. Absolutely. Fall in love with your customer. But you see so many people get that piece wrong, but you have to really love serving people. But it has to be genuine as well. I think yep. it has to be authentic. You can't pretend. I know there's a saying, fake it till you make it, but that's in a different context. I think with this, you have to go out and you have to like what you do and you can't get annoyed. I understand that you can get frustrated. And in real estate, you either win the listing or you don't. You either get the sale or you don't. So there's no second or third place. But what's really important is that you pick yourself up 
you drop the negative attitude and you go out there and you try again. So you have to keep trying again and again. If you're door knocking, you might get a hundred doors slam in your face, but don't get disheartened. Go back out there and do it again. And it's being consistent, being consistent in this industry and backing yourself and knowing your self-worth. And I think all of that emotion people can read. And I think it's really important that you that you show that, that that comes through in your conversations and your scripts and your dialogues that you're dealing with clients and customers and friends and family and whoever that you come in contact with. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that you're saying that it's bigger than you because at the end of the day, it's like you should be able to, everyone needs to obviously earn an income and create and build, you know, the life of their dreams. And I'm all for that. But also it's like, who are the people that you can impact? Absolutely. And I think with real estate, there's so many opportunities in, in other businesses to do good and to serve the community. But Christina, you've got a like winning, fierce mindset. Like you have, you deal with a lot every day. I do. A lot. You are constantly solving problems. I'm a problem solving. I, I'm a solution focused individual. So I like challenges. Uh, it almost inspires me. But um, there's a lot of, you know, there can be a lot of hard uh, circumstances in our industry. But I find after the last two plus decades that I've, I've learned along the way, I've learned from my mistakes. So those are lessons that everyone needs to learn. Uh, but yes, I, I, I do like to win. Everyone likes to win. <laughs> Where did you get that drive from? Have you always been competitive? I have from a very early age. So I had two older brothers and I always needed to run as fast as they could run, throw a ball as far as they could throw. And I, yeah, I've always put myself, you know, tried harder than sometimes a lot of my peers at school, but I always, I'm a bit OCD, I'll be honest. I am a bit of a perfectionist and I have been like that from a very young age. My my mother used to tell me as a five-year-old when she'd walk into my room, it was spotless. And when she opened the drawers, everything was lined up. That's just me. I love it. <laughs> so everything was colour coordinated. I, I would dress myself at two, things like that. So I've always been a bit of a, a go-getter and, and knew what I wanted in life. And that's not a, not a bad thing, but, you know, it's always can have an Everyone's different, so we're I all individual. That's a great thing. And I love also you've got that strong identity. You know who you are. You're not afraid to go out there and get what you want. Not at all. And back yourself. I think in this industry in, in particular, you can't show fear. So even if you are uncomfortable or anxious or nervous, this is an industry where where you, you can show emotion, of course, and you can be empathetic and sympathetic. I think that's really important as a leader and as an individual. But um, you other people will pounce on that if they can see sort of weakness. And I've been very conscious of that over my career. Incredible. So how do you define success? As I mentioned earlier, I feel my team's success equals my success. But as I've in my mid-40s now, success to me has a slightly different take on it. For me, success is I've got two teenagers, 13 and 15, and that they're happy and healthy. That means that I'm successful. For me to be a good mother, a good partner, a good friend, a good leader, that to me 
is success. So I've, I had an incident a couple of years ago uh, where I unfortunately I broke my back. It was terrible circumstances, but I wasn't sure if I was ever going to walk again. I now have five fused vertebrae. My father always used to say to me, again, I mean, I get inspiration from my parents, but in this industry, you often are told you need a spine of steel. And now I have one. <laughs> I have two 28-centimetre plates and 10 bolts in my back. But I've learnt from going through that what it's not always about the money, okay? Earlier on in my career, it definitely was the money is addictive. This industry is addictive. Uh, It's exciting. It's, you know, winning is, is, it's a great feeling. But as I've got older, I feel success for me is to have balance. And to be honest, I'm still learning that every day. But when I broke my back, life changed for me quite dramatically. And I've definitely become a better person because of that circumstance. And I've, my focus has slightly changed. So success for me is being a good mother, being a good partner, being a good friend, a leader, a good person, I thought I was a good person before, but I, th- I think I'm an even better person now. I, I think it's important to have a bigger human as yeah, success it is for really me. Important. Yeah, yeah, and I love that you keep your feet on the ground. Definitely. You, you say that to your team too. I do. You know? <laughs> There's a life cycle of a real estate agent and, you know, you start out here and you work really hard and you get your goals and you earn an income. But often when you get to the top, you can be a bit cocky and a bit too cool for school. And it's it's I've seen it happen to many agents and it's not it's not attractive. And then you can come down from that circle of life. And and I encourage our team to to start and and keep as you mean. So stay that humble person with, you know, but be hungry, but keep your feet on the ground. Be trustworthy, be likable. Don't, don't shut others out or yeah, be too cool for school as my kids say. So yeah, I've got to be careful of that life cycle of a real estate agent. You don't, you don't want to get to the top and, and burn out and, and, and have that, attitude that you're better than others. I, I don't I don't think it's a nice attitude to have. I think it's really important to yeah. stay calm. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's balancing the hunger and the drive and the confidence that you need to do your job and to, you know, to excel, but also being able to, you know, care about others in the process and not burning bridges. Because relationships are really important in business and in life. And that's the perfect word, don't burn bridges. So as I mentioned before, it's so important to think long-term because a lot of the clients that you meet today will be repeat clients in two years, five years, 10 years. And you hear about the negatives, but the positives are, you know, they're far and few between in our industry because a lot of people don't talk about it. But when you build trust and likability and you build those relationships, it's long-term. And in this industry, I encourage our team to think of it long-term. So don't think that this is going to be an industry you're going to stay in for two years. You need to stay in there for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Yeah, that's right. So everything you do speaks. Everything you do speaks volumes. So it's important to just have your feet on the ground. 
Very important. I think that is some great advice that applies not even just to real estate, but to any any business owner at any stage of the process in which they're building their business. Okay, so you are a machine. So <laughs> recently, you know, joining your team and seeing that you are a weapon, like the capacity that you have is pretty extraordinary. How did you build that? And what daily things do you have in place, daily rituals to enable you to go fast and sustain that pace? I work hard and I do work long hours. So many people will say I work too many hours, but I do have a balance. So I, I get up about 5, 5.15 every morning and I do my own self-care. <laughs> so that means going for a walk with my partner and we're back for an hour. I do, um, you know, beauty regimes and I do all that before my children wake up. And then I'm a mum and then I drop them to school and then I'm a leader. So I do a lot before most people even start their day. So I'm very productive in my day. So I'm quite scheduled. I wish I was more scheduled, but I do have a structure. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important when you're juggling different facets of life to have structure. And, and I do have a very good routine. And I think it's important to have uh, those rituals. So having creating habits and sticking to the habits. Absolutely. And I think it's important to look after yourself as well because this business can tire you out. It, you can burn out because it is negotiating long after five o'clock and into the evenings and you're showing buyers on the weekends and, and it is, you know, fast. It's a fast-paced market. So it's mm. important just to pull back a little bit, make sure you're looking after yourself, doing all the things that you enjoy blocking some time out during the day, and then I think you can be a better person, better leader, better agent. Yeah, I love that advice because then you're working from a place where you're good, you know, your cup's full and you've got something to give, you know, everyone around you. Yes. You see other people, they're tired, they then get a bit short, you know, you're just not on your A game. So what are some things that you schedule in, like spa you got to the spa. Like, how do you relax? How do you I'm unwind? I'm embarrassed about how much I can fit in. I actually bought a sauna. So I would have, I've, so I've got a sauna in my home and I would hop in my sauna probably five, five days infrared. a week. Infrared sauna. I've heard they are amazing. Helps, helps with my skin. Uh, I'm, I do focus a lot on self-care. So every day I walk. So seven days a week I'll walk. I will go see my beauty therapist every couple of weeks and might have a facial. Uh Due to my, my back, obviously, I have a 25% less movement in my back, so I will go and have a massage every two weeks uh, to help me personally with the pain and also for relaxation. And then, yeah, so I, I'm big on self-care. I love I, that. Probably more than most, but there has to be a nice balance. What about shopping? You forgot the buying oh, yes. the Balmain and the Chanel. Yes. Which no, I think no. is every, every young woman's <laughs> entrepreneurial dream. So as I started, it's funny you mentioned that, but when I started in real estate, I used to set myself a goal that every commission that I got in, I would send, spend 10% on myself on shopping or whatever it was. And then as I got more successful, it would be a new handbag. So I have a, a nice collection of handbags and I... I I like to dress nicely. The real so. life selling sunset. <laughs> I I think it's important to to sh to shout yourself and it is. to reward yourself. And for me, that's clothes and handbags. Yeah, it's whatever incentive motivates you. Absolutely, keeps you going. I absolutely you have love to have that. that. You have to have that little carrot that you work towards. Yeah, because you don't drink at all, do you? I do not drink. No. Do you find that that enables you to also go fast? 
I, I'm a strange individual. I don't drink alcohol, uh, never have. So uh, the last time I, I got drunk, I guess you could say, was when I was 16. <laughs> and that was my first and really only time I've been in that position. Uh, it doesn't, it's not, it's not only choice, I'm allergic to alcohol, so it doesn't bode well with my body. But I don't drink tea or coffee either. I'm just naturally high on life, probably too high on life. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I, I've always got a clear head. So yeah. I don't wake up with a hangover. I'm ready to go. Whatever anybody calls me for, I'm I'm ready. You are ready. And how do you cut through the noise? Because you're always focused. You know, you always are putting your time and where you can get the ROI and what needs your attention right then. Like, how did you learn that skill? Cause don't, don't get me wrong. There is a lot going on. I have so much going on sometimes that I, it's just all sitting and I write, I write a lot of lists. Uh, a lot of white noise. So when I first came into the Cooper & Co. Milford office, my first job was to eliminate eliminate white noise. But there is a lot that come at, comes at you. And I have learned through seeing a therapist, not only for my back, but just to, to be able to keep going. I, I don't see anything wrong with that, is I've learned to hold back. So when things come at me too hard, I learned to not take them personally. Whereas early on in my career, I did take things personally, and now they stop. So I let a lot go. I let a lot go over my head. I... I filter through what's important, what what I'll take on, and that's how I guess I've become stronger and and potentially a, a better leader. Is I, I stop taking so much person personally. I still do let it come in, uh, but I, I I do let a lot go now. I don't dwell on things that happened two weeks ago or six weeks ago or two months ago because things change. We're in a really fast changing paced. So I need to yeah. be now, yeah. so focus on the present. So that's what I'm still learning, but I'm definitely better at it. <laughs> yeah, and, and dealing with it and then putting right now, it to bed, yes, moving, moving forward, forward and not not giving it power or energy to drain you. And I think that mm. that's great that you've actually seen someone. I think so many people look down on having to get help, but I've seen a psychologist and Honestly, for peak performance, I think it's one of the best things that anyone could ever do. If they you want can to actually succeed. just look at them as a life coach. Sometimes it's good Absolutely. to have a mentor just to go through your day-to-day hustle. And it's good to just have a download. You're not whinging, but you're downloading what's happened from the week that's been and your current situation. And it just helps you uh, go through and compartmentalise you know, different scenarios that you're dealing with, I don't see it as a negative at, at all. If, if it can help you, go for it. 100%. So you're leading a team constantly. What do you do to be able to motivate and inspire you to constantly be growing and, and go to that next level just for yourself? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> One that I've not prepared for. But how do I take it to the next level? I'm... I sub- like just recently, as you know, I've taken on a, a lot of new people into my team, which which I haven't done before. And to be fair, your energy and your excitement, and I even go as far as your appreciation of being in the Milford team, inspires me. It's it's created. I we all, I already feel like I had a good culture in the office, but with the six of you coming in, and you're so goal orientated and. It's, I love the hustle and the, the, the genuineness of new people coming in. So you've made me step it up 
So I'm now having to, you know, look at the training and talking to you about, you know, appraisals and listings and networking and databasing. So you guys have actually revitalized me right now, which was something that I didn't realize I needed until you all came into the team. And I'm really grateful for that. And it's an opportunity for me to go from number three, hopefully, to number one. Yes. Because <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> Let's so, do it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's everything around me that keeps you know, want, helps me push harder. Yeah, I love that. Now, you also, in any number one spot or when you're going after the number one spot or you are successful, you get a lot of stuff coming at you and we've kind of touched on it briefly, but I want to delve in a little bit deeper. How do you actually become so resilient that when people are complaining and complaints are a part of business? Absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're more frequent than you know. That's right. And problems and solving problems, like we talked about, you're just a full-time, you know, problem solver. So you've got to get yourself up for that. Like how how do you deal with not letting negativity drain you? Or if, when people personally attack you, which happens in business all the time when you're in the top spot. When people attack you personally, it's because they want to be you. It's because yes, they're jealous of, yeah, they're jealous of where you're at. So I don't it's see true. that as a negative. I, so I, you take I, it I embrace a- it. Yeah, you're like, thank you. Yeah, so that's a compliment. Yeah. So I, I don't look at things as a negative. I, I look at things as as a positive. See, that to me is a positive. That they want they like what I'm doing. They're threatened by what we are doing collectively. I think it's important to also say that I have a really good support team. So I have Millie, that's my office manager. I have Kerry, that's she runs our auctions. I've got awesome office administrators. And together, they're my support group. And of course, I've got fabulous children, family, friends, and an awesome partner that's loving and caring. So I can often download on him when I get home or talk and discuss my... Uh, the real estate industry to my parents who were obviously in the business for such a long time. So I do think when you get it from all different angles, it's good to have that support crew. And and I have that. Mm. And I think that's very helpful in any situation is to have mentors and to have people that you can download and talk to. And I'm very grateful that I do have that. And like Martin Cooper, what you see is what you get with him. He is a genuine, so genuine. leader. Yeah. And he's generous and he's kind and he's outgoing and he is what you see in the media. And I have that backing and that support. And because of that, I'm extremely loyal and I'm fiercely loyal. And that's where I, why I love what I do. I'm, I have a really good environment and that's important. Yeah, absolutely. It makes everything, all those other little issues, you know, okay to deal with. Yeah, 100%. And when you got into business, did you actually set money goals? Because some people are afraid to set big money goals. Uh, did I set? Yeah, no, I did. It was a long time ago, but I did set money goals. I set targets of where I wanted to get to, uh, but that that changed drastically. I was fortunate enough to sell my first home in the uh, first commercial property in 10 days of starting in real estate. And it was it was a little bit harder because in the commercial industry, it was mainly male-dominated. And when I actually physically started as a su- licensed real estate agent, I was only 20. So I was 
up against a lot of the older men that had been well established in our industry. And so I had to go out and I had to prove myself. So what I did is I walked the streets. I walked all the commercial businesses in Albany and I door knocked and I asked them, are you an owner occupier or are you leasing and how long have you been in the premises and can I take your details down? And I learned. So I built up my, my knowledge base so then I could take on <laughs> the bigger players. So I think no matter how old you are or what you know, nationality or in ethnicity, you just have to work harder than the next person. And I think a lot of the millennials these days might take things for granted, but in this business, you have to go after what you want. So you have mm. to go after the goals that you want and set scary goals. I mean, why not? If you don't set them, who else is going to set them? That's right. That's right. And, and if you don't get them, it doesn't matter. At least you've set them and at least you're working towards them. So maybe it's the next six months that you then achieve what you wanted to in the first six months. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk about the property market right now. Okay. So last month, Cooper & Co Milford sold 93% by auction. Yes. Of the properties. Like, that's that's a really insane result. So do you actually anticipate a cooling-off period now that the government's enforced the Bright Line test? Look, we did see a, cooling, a slight cooling-off. So our stats, not particularly in the Milford office, but overall within Cooper & Co., those stats did drop, and not significantly, but sort of 10 15%, which we all thought would happen. And like any change of legislation, there is always a little hiccup in the marketplace while it settles. But we saw it pick up again last week, which is roughly a month after the announcement came out. And I personally don't see it slowing because it all comes down to supply and demand. And right now we still have a shortage of listings, a shortage of stock. And we have a lot of people coming in from overseas because why not? New Zealand's a beautiful place to live. So I, I don't think it's a, a affected us in any way. It, it did for the interim why people got their heads around it, but I, I don't think it's slowing it down at all. So that's my honest opinion. I, I've only seen in particular our team go from, we're actually breaking records, so no. Yeah, really interesting because there's been a lot of, you know, talk and discussion and Absolutely. stories in the media around that issue. And people wanting to get on the property ladder, what advice would you give them? You have to get on the property ladder because in my experience over the last two decades is property just goes up in value. So again, like in your attitude, you've got to have the long term. If you're looking at investing, it's a long term. You're not buying a house to flip it in two years. You're buying a house to, to make that benefit in 10 years. And we used to say that a house doubles its value every 10 years. So that's why you need to go out there and buy houses. But more so recently, it's it's doubling every eight to nine years. And so the investment or the return is significant. So it's a great place to start. And you don't have to start at the $2 million end. You you can start low. You can start on a two-bedroom unit or a one-bedroom unit or, or go a little bit outside the area that you live in to be able to afford. So, and there's a lot of brand new builds happening at the moment and fantastic interest rates that are coming out for those new builds. So I'm telling, well, my advice, I'm suggesting or encouraging that if you're able to jump on the property ladder, there is no time like right now to do so. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And anyone out there wanting to sell right now, what are your top tips for getting top dollar for their property? 
You have to make sure that the property looks right. So you've got 30 seconds to make a first impression. So if your lawns aren't mowed or you've got too much clutter in the house, I suggest you declutter. You have to present your home in its best light. We're coming into the winter months, so our business slows down a little bit, uh, but it's all you know standard year on year. But you have to make sure that it's presentable. If you've got lights that aren't working, replace them. If you've got lights that, uh, locks that don't work, get them fixed. If you ne- you've got a side of the house that needs painting, paint it. Uh, if you, it's up, update to what your means can afford to do. But it's really important to make sure that you dress your home appropriately. So the the more you put in, the energy that you put into making your home look the best it can be, is the better you know, the, the greater outcome or financially you'll, re- you'll receive. Absolutely. And the money you put in into the marketing is ROI. You're going to get more you can't sell a secret. So if you're wanting to put your home on the market, but you just want your real estate agent to go out and talk to their own database, you're really doing yourself a disjustice because there's so many people out in the marketplace that are looking online and in the paper media and are passive buyers. So they might drive past and see a signboard. Everything speaks. So for, for my advice to vendors thinking of putting their home on the market is to, to do it properly, to to make sure that your home is presented in the best light possible, engage in a real estate agent whose job is solely focused to get you the very best price and to make sure that you're covering all platforms of advertising so you're getting as many people as you possibly can to engage uh, to get that premium price for you. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely amazing. Well, thank you so much, Christina. You're There's welcome. So much wisdom and gold for anyone wanting to go into property wanting to buy or sell or start their own entrepreneurial journey. And it doesn't just stop here today. Um, I'm going to be launching an entrepreneur's network and Christina's definitely going to be on the panel (laughs) and we're going to be helping uh, local business owners uh, build their businesses through marketing and scaling and building great relationships with each other. So watch out for the promo for that. But thank you so much, Christina, for today. Thank you.